Hello, and welcome back to Hard at Play, Roommates Gaming's bi-weekly video game-focused podcast. I'm your host, Justin, and the guys to one of my sides that I'm not entirely sure where they're being placed right now is Josh, and the other one's Eric. Take your pick. 50-50 shot there. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. What's going on? Nah, not a lot. You know, just uh, living alone, hanging out. Just Well, not alone. I have a family, but you know. Being, <laughs> That's you isolated from contained. all of them too. <laughs> exactly. We got this a social is, distance family. I'm sorry, children. This is my, everybody got a room, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I don't know you're seven, so I don't know you're eight, but you got to learn. Take care of yourself. <laughs> everybody goes outside one at a time, you know, kills their dinner. <laughs> Two-year-old's doing pretty well. I'm proud of her. <laughs> Eric, when how's did we going? get into the last of us <laughs> <laughs> we uh we played a lot of that i've played a lot of that my wife has watched a lot of that and uh while we're not going to discuss it that much today gentlemen we <laughs> will we will be talking about it soon uh but that's pretty much the world that we're living in right now <laughs> eric how are you i'm all right uh <laughs> have not been playing the last of us all right it's not for everybody it's understandable <laughs> uh guys it's been a while since we've done anything uh i know we did sauces tray a couple of weeks ago because that was supposed to be bi-weekly but we fucked that one up too uh <laughs> but it's good to be back to doing this we've missed a whole lot since we last met at the end of march that's the last time that we did a hard at play mm-hmm. it was like the 23rd i think it was uh because i took time out of animal crossing to do that podcast i remember that and then I'm like, I you know, the last thing we did was when, uh, like the the SSD reveal for PlayStation, and they gave some more spec information. Yep. I was like, mm-hmm. I think the last episode we did. Yeah, we we talked about specs, like because uh, they finally announced full specifications of the PlayStation Five hardware. Um, still, we hadn't seen a box or anything at that point, but uh, Neo Two and Animal Crossing had just dropped. Like, that was where we were at. <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot to catch up on. The, of course, but at this point, the PlayStation 5 has been revealed. We saw the Xbox third-party showcase for some of their games, which included gameplay of uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Funny enough, at the time of recording, earlier today, if you guys didn't see it, there was like a 30-minute gameplay leak about Valhalla. I did not. Mm-mm. Yeah, like there's like a full half hour gameplay video that got leaked somehow. And when it went up on YouTube, like, yeah, like when it went up on YouTube, like, of course, 100 people downloaded it. The video, the initial good video got taken down. But now, you know, 100 people turned into 2000 really damn quick. Mm-hmm. And that video is everywhere. Uh, so it's kind of cool that it exists. It looks really familiar, but still looking forward to it in some way, I guess. Uh, also, Xbox has their first party uh, showcase coming up on the 23rd of July. Today, of course, being the 6th, this episode will go up on the 10th, if I'm thinking correctly. Yeah, yeah that's 10th. Friday. That's yeah, Friday the 10th. Day. Yeah, man. I'm an old man. <laughs> Everybody sing happy birthday for Josh in your own time. We don't have time for it on the podcast. Thank you. But, thank yeah. you. I'm yeah. old now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be discussing it in the Discord. What's it uh, like to finally be a man? yeah i just hit i just hit 18 um so <laughs> and some change <laughs> no i just just 18 <laughs> just 18 that's it that's it uh <laughs> so yeah we've uh 
we got a couple a years. <laughs> give or take a couple, couple years. <laughs> we've got a couple of things to look forward to uh, as far as announcements, and we've seen some cool things from PlayStation Five and from Xbox, and we're pretty excited about it. Uh, but before we get into all that, we want to remind you that we do still do shit, and uh, we try to every Monday have a video up on right. the YouTube channel for gameplays. Uh, of course, due to COVID-19, it's not easy for us all to get together. So we, we're getting together when we can and putting out what we can. Uh, I know we took this, this particular week off, but next week we'll be back with another episode of House Flipper because our property dads, as you guys so lovingly know it, because we had so much fun with it. it, it was, mm-hmm. It's a blast to play every time. And this one was a lot of fun to record, so I'm looking forward to it coming together. Yeah, uh, they're normally fun to edit. They're fun to like record. They're fun to like get our little, <laughs> yeah, our little talking head moments. That, we we put more into that than we do most <laughs> most things that we record. Such a medium. I think yeah. that's what I like. I like doing it so much is because we we get to put a little more work into it, and I always like putting a little more work in when I can. Yeah, it's like it's like a full project when we do one of those, and. It's, you know, as rare as it happens, it's always fun to have me and Cameron together. Uh, for me personally, I'm not saying for everybody. It is a joy for everybody to have me and Cameron together. <laughs> but it's, it's a lot of fun when me and Cameron actually get together and do stuff. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing it. I haven't seen the video yet. Um, you can find links to everything that we do for YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, our Discord page. All of that will be in the description of this video and in the description of the video game uh, video of the gameplay videos that go up on Mondays. Of course, your podcasts go up on Fridays. We're trying to get back into the rotation again of hard at play one week, sausage tray the next week, hard at play one the next week, and so on and so forth. Just flip flop. Um, if you don't watch videos because you're blind, uh, there's also the option of audio coverage for our podcasts. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, pretty much everywhere. Uh, we get those published out. So you look for all that good stuff. Looking forward to it. Josh, something struck you pretty pretty giggly. <laughs> if you're blind. If you're blind, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm podcast are blind. Yeah. I like accessibility, which is one of the things that I like about something we're not going to talk about until a future episode. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got a lot of freaking. It is insane. Uh, yeah. That, that'll. A- yeah that's that's we'll talk about that another time um but real quick let's look back on what we talked about before because like we said it's been a while gentlemen so last time we were together we talked about the specs for the playstation 5 and the xbox series x we talked about neo 2 and we talked about animal crossing because animal crossing had just dropped three days prior so changed. <laughs> a lot has changed. So we're already here and there with the PlayStation five and the Xbox series X. At this point, we have seen the PlayStation five box. It is an awesome looking Wi-Fi router. <laughs> I, dig it. I have Sauron. Yeah, it is. It is the tower of Sauron. Uh, it's all we can say there. We saw some really awesome gameplay from that, uh, from that reveal for the, for the hardware. Um, uh, looking forward to a price and everything else uh also we noticed or we found out that there was a digital edition to go along with the normal disc drive that playstation puts out they're going to have the slim version with with no uh with no disc drive destroy which is pretty cool yeah it's it's really cool it'd be interesting to see when they finally announce what the hard drive difference is between those two consoles like 
if the digital has a larger hard, hard drive or whatever else. I hope it does. Yeah. I also seen- hope it's a little, like, if it doesn't, I hope it's a little less expensive. But if it does have a harder, or harder, a bigger hard drive, and it's the same price, I won't be upset. Yeah. But if it doesn't have a bigger hard drive and no disc tray and it's the same price, I'm going to be a little like, what? Why? Yeah. Yeah, this but, needs to be cheaper. You didn't have to put in things. So, excuse me. Yeah. The, uh, it's, it's funny that, that that's a funny consensus because you still have to install those games off discs. They still take up a ridiculous amount of hard drive space. But if you download just digital, of course, it installs more than the disc mm-hmm. does because there's no, there's no boot client on the digital download. So, it makes sense for them to put a larger hard drive in, but if they, especially because we're expecting this hard drive for PlayStation to be proprietary, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be more expensive. They're going to charge more for that hard drive. So it'll be interesting to see how this prices balance out. Does it come out even or a little bit cheaper for the digital or whatever? Um, also, you know, how expensive is a 4K, a 4K Blu-ray drive at this point, a 4K UHD drive? So, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming pretty expensive. I don't make them. I don't know. Uh, last time we were together, we also talked about Neo 2, which, Josh, I know you have the platinum in now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do the other guys, Eric, the yeah, UNT? We, we've all we've all platinumed it. it yeah. You did? He, uh, yeah. he platinumed it and went to max level. First. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped at 50 levels below max level. <laughs> I just got I, my platinum, and that was it. <laughs> I remember like the conversation and build up leading to that game and how excited you guys were. Like, you know, three player it fits perfectly for the apartment guys. And you were really hyped about it. And I remember just, you know, minding my own business playing PlayStation one day and on my feed came up, Josh popped the platinum. I'm like, Holy shit. That was fast. <laughs> <laughs> like that was remarkably fast. But, uh, I mean, speaking- honestly, that game, like, to platinum it isn't yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't it's not hard like really? you can do it from just playing the game mm-hmm. like there is a little bit of grinding if you want to call it that but someone that likes playing with the different weapons anyways was pretty easy to get some of the weapon masteries so it wasn't like that difficult yeah gotcha. if, if uh, josh hadn't stopped playing for a little while he took a little break i would have been the last one to platinum it <laughs> i uh yeah, I guess like I guess it was just timing where I saw Josh's pop up, but I didn't see UNT. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of platinums, though, I finally got my platinum for Maneater. They, oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. They they did another update, and uh, it was a retroactive uh, fix. So all I had to do was uh, load my game up again, and they and my and I got the platinum. Nice. It's nice. funny how like we all just started collecting platinum trophies at the end of the <laughs> PS4 life cycle. I mean, I wouldn't have gone for a platinum in Maneater if it. If it wasn't possible to get just by playing the game, there was so much more to that game than I expected. Realistically, <laughs> there was, like, there was a surprising amount of stuff to do in that yeah, game, and, like, and none of it really felt boring or repetitive. It definitely was repetitive. Yeah, but it it was just enough that it didn't really feel <coughs> tiresome after a while. I want to check it out. Like I haven't actually got a chance to play it. I'd like to. I'd like to dive in and, and check her. No pun intended. I like to check it out and <laughs> and play a little bit. Yeah, I've played a, a little bit. Um, I haven't played much of it. It's still a video, it's still a game I'd like to play on the channel. I think mm-hmm. it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be a really good game. Yeah, it would be a fun game to play on the channel. Uh, that's that's a dag. 
That's a dag and a half. <laughs> <laughs> or a Maddie play. That'd be really fun to just have Maddie come in <laughs> and play. Um, also, on the last episode, we talked about Animal Crossing New Horizon, which I was extremely excited for. I know Josh dove into. I've put somewhere in the ballpark of 140, 150 hours in this game since March 20th when it came out. My wife has put in 450. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Courtney, She doesn't play video games. Yeah. You ain't crazy yeah my, my wife has become a nintendo ambassador and she now and she now communicates with people in her region about what's going on in animal crossing and conducts <laughs> parties where they could do gift shop or gift swaps and trade uh diys and do uh cataloging parties and stuff like that it's crazy um she she plays that game a lot uh but you know impressive <laughs> most impressive yeah it's it's very impressive i'm i'm proud of her <laughs> uh <Good> job honey <laughs> yeah yeah i like, guess it's pretty damn cool how much uh, how you use this quarantine well <laughs> yep. every uh every time i go out for groceries you know in my uh my wastelander outfit to to go shopping or whatever she's like you need to go to walmart or target and just see if they have switches like just check offhand and uh I, every time I go out, I have to go like peruse and see if somebody has a switch because she <laughs> wants her own now, so she can just keep playing on her own. Uh, so, all right. Now that we are back to current, let's look at the PlayStation Five and Series X announcements. So we've seen some games that came out for these two consoles, or that not came out, but are going to come out. Uh. Josh, what what did you like game wise from the PS5 reveal? Uh, game wise, um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to the new uh, Zero Dawn, um, Horizon. Uh, what is what is the Forbidden West? Midwest, yeah. Forbidden, yeah. Forbidden yeah, Forbidden West, West. yeah. Forbidden West. Um, um i'm trying to think of everything oh uh resident evil 8 <laughs> yeah oh jesus dude yeah uh completely forgot about resident evil. <laughs> yeah i'm having a hard time remembering all the stuff that was shown i know it's been it's been a while since that too so i was trying to think of all the things but I, the two that i like i guess i remember the most that are like sticking out in my head are besides like ratchet and clink but i don't care um are um or uh horizons and uh oh my god I Spider-Man. Just said it. resident evil oh, Resi- <clears throat> i mean spider-man's cool too but yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to it but as far as i know it's just like a a side story type game like mm. It's yeah, it's like a standalone kind of. It's not an expansion. It's like a standalone deal that's not a full scale game, kind of yeah. like a Lost Legacy. Yeah, was like for Nathan Uncharted. Drake. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of sucks because Miles definitely deserves his own game. Yeah, it's Which, probably a stepping stone to two. Yeah, yeah. Like that's entirely like what I expect. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think this game is kind of, like you said, it's a stepping stone to two. I think it's going to be the get-to-know-Miles dynamic yep. before two puts you in control of both. Like, uh, 
because they're so they don't have to spend time on, like because two uh, miles is like has a decent role in one mm-hmm. but like yeah obviously if they want miles to be more center attention in the second one they'd have to like talk about them talk about them yeah. but if they spend a whole like basically expansion type i know it's not an expansion but if they spent you know spend an, a whole like 10 hour expansion type game on miles right you get to learn more about him and his powers and how they work and like what kind of problems he's got to deal with so when two comes they don't have to like worry about like hey this yeah game. taking up time in the game to be like this is miles becoming a spider-man and also here's spider-man as well <laughs> so you have to yeah. deal with those two, and that way they can have a more, you know, appropriate and like meaningful story for two. Mm-hmm. Which I think is smart, you know. Like if if you have the possibility to have that as a stepping stone, especially if it's not a full price to release. Like if you if it is something on the scale of Lost Legacy, that wasn't a full price game. Or so, First Light. Yeah, or First Light. That's a as twenty dollars when that came out, and then yeah, PlayStation like Plus put it out for free. So if the PS5 comes out and that's like a PlayStation Plus bonus, like hey, early adopters get this for free on PS5. That's like that's one way that could push that game and push console sales. I'm not saying that's a console seller, but that's kind of like a nice bonus for that conversion period. Uh, Eric, what about you? Any games that stick out to you? Uh, I mean, other than the Miles Morales game and Forbidden West, I can't remember much unfortunately yeah. I, I wish i had a list of the games that were actually announced there lucky for you i took one down i don't oh, have it though down yeah i don't have it though luckily uh, for you we're on a computer right as yeah we have internet um yeah i oh holy shit my flashlight's on, on my phone i just picked it up to see if i could find my notepad uh the I'm glad Josh mentioned Ratchet and Clank because I completely forgot about that. But I'm really excited for that game. Ratchet and Clank on PS4 was incredible. But just the thought of what they're pulling off on PlayStation 5, if that game works with no lag and you realistically can jump from one parallel to another parallel to another parallel, yeah, the, that's mass loading a world. Even though the map is pretty pretty similar there's just minor differences you're instantly pulling in care like a like npc models and enemy loadouts and everything uh all that stuff on just a push of a button for a loadout yeah. if if the playstation 5 can actually pull that off framework wise and loading wise that's incredibly impressive and i'm looking forward to seeing it uh so, so josh pulled up a, a list here and he's mm-hmm. scrolling through i'm just trying to uh, grab names as he's as he's going uh one of the ones um it's not a new game but it is a uh, remaster the demon souls remaster yeah is gonna be really well hopefully is gonna yes. be really good yes that'll mm-hmm. be that'll be fun to try a modern take on that game mm-hmm. oh yeah pragmata looked pretty cool yeah the first like brand new ip from capcom in like a long oh yeah that was the game time. where like they were like inside the moon. yeah they were yeah. in the moon and they're like yeah and then Godfall still could be interesting. I, I <laughs> the way they like showed that off was just <laughs> yeah. so it's so weird. weird. Yeah. It has yeah. not gotten good, yeah. Really, I it's, would say they haven't pushed it in the best. They announced Hitman Three, which more Hitman is always great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. There is Sackboy, a big adventure. <laughs> Dude, little big planet games are always fun. Yeah. Uh then uh, the only other one I saw Bug Snacks. Uh, yeah, Do yep. what? Bug Snacks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, then the only other one I saw that I'm interested in is uh Death Loop, just because that's such an interesting like idea. I just don't know gross. how it'll work really. Is like is it confirmed to have multiplayer? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Stray. 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 Stray would probably be a really good like <laughs> narrative, maybe cinematic game. Stray reminds me of uh cat game. <laughs> was, was that who made Stray? Was it Annapurna? I was about to say it was Annapurna. Because that's uh yeah. that's right up the alley of things like Journey and things like that. Uh <clears throat> so and uh of course now we've seen all this for PlayStation 5. They say they have more reveals upcoming. Um like to get prices on games. I know NBA 2K is saying $70 for next gen right now. Um, yeah. Like uh, they, they fully announced that price the other day. Digital and physical, $70 for 2K21. Standard? Standard. There better be a lot. Ugh, 60, gross. 69, 69 99 Gross. Yep. Uh, there's no confirmation if other next gen games are going to follow suit to that. But I think you can kind of expect it realistically. Like we're at that point where we're at that point where development cost is getting higher. So you have to you have to fluff that a little bit. I think sixty five would be a good way to edge into that if you were going that direction instead of just, a just full ten dollar right yeah, ten dollar jump. Yeah. But at the same time, I get it. Like I mean, I understand two K would, would be one of the companies to jump straight to seventy though. Especially yeah. with an NBA game. I still don't like the idea that to purchase digital media, you still have to pay the tax for physical media. Like yeah. you're, it, why am I subsidizing the cost yeah. of this disc? Now, granted, printing the disc, it's not necessarily that expensive. It's what, like maybe two or three dollars all in all per game disc that's sold. But that should be a two or three dollar discount off of the digital version if you're buying it. In my personal opinion, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that should. I'm be not buying out. a physical thing, so it should be a little cheaper. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, at what point are we going to start considering physical games to be a collector's edition? And it's yeah. like, like you actually collect a physical good for this game. Uh, and that's coming from the guy in this group that still likes physical media. Because <laughs> I know it's like me and Cameron left. Everybody else is digital, but at the same time, it's like. If I'm buying something digital, why am I paying the same amount for it? Uh, it's not like it was when we were kids where everything always works. At some point, they're going to say, yeah, we're not going to read this disc anymore. You can't install this game or update it, even if you have the disc. So. Yeah. Uh, where were we? I was on something else. There we go. Yeah, like, I know, like, I know this is kind of, like, off topic, but, like, I get, like, the, like, some of the reasons, like, that I've heard for people still enjoying like physical media. So like later on they could use it or whatever. But at the same time, like since everything has like that online, like connectivity, connectivity to it. Like if you didn't download the update or whatever, then you can't play that game because it didn't get the update. Yep. Um, or if, you know, something like destiny, you'll never play it again. Mm-hmm because eventually they're going to stop using those servers and stuff like that. 
So what's the point in buying that digit? What's the point in buying that physical destiny disc if it's going to become obsolete anyways? Yeah, the multiplayer games. Except for to say, hey, I had this as a physical game, and that's where I'm like, I'm kind of done with that. Like, because I obviously I used to buy all of my games physical, but like even up until like high into the like, I think it was late 360 era is when I was like but I could just buy all these digital. <laughs> so I started buying more games digitally as I was going at the end of the 360 phase. And then when I got into the, the current gen, I was like, I don't really feel like buying discs that much. Like I bought a few discs mainly because they were like discounted or something like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, or like someone offered it to me, you know, like, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll buy this as a physical. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it's, I just went to digital because I'm like, I'm kind of tired of collecting those, those boxes. Yeah. It's a bunch of empty plastic that I don't need. And they take up a lot of space and also waste, you know, plastic. Yeah. <laughs> when I was playing in my house, I'm like, I'm going to have a bookshelf to just put my games on. And now that my wife and I are in our house and we filled it with things, I'm like, I just have a drawer under my <laughs> television full of PlayStation four cases. I'm like, this is too much. Like it's way too, I look at the DVD stand upstairs in our loft. I'm like, there is way too much in here. We never watch these DVDs. They're just here. Like, and I don't even want these. I just want to get rid of them. But like, uh, I, it's funny. Cause I was talking to, I was talking to my wife about getting the digital PlayStation five. She's like, no, you need to buy the physical one because we have all those discs and it'll work both ways. There's no reason to get a, a digital. I'm like, Oh, there is. And then she decided for us. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like that Courtney doesn't really play games and you guys she's deciding you guys know the Courtney. future of your yeah. gaming yeah <laughs> you guys know Courtney which I mean I don't I don't disagree you know what I mean because I mean if I, you have them you might as well like right. I guess, still use them right if there's the if there's the guarantee that my current physical media for PlayStation 4 works on PlayStation 5 then when I get a PS5 I'll put the four in a different room where my kids can play it and I can put the PS five in the living room or wherever I decide to to put it in the house. And that's where I can still play, you know, God of war. Or if I ever decide to go back to it, death stranding or whatever else, you know what I mean? Like I'll have yeah. those discs to, to go back in. Now it's funny because uh, 2020 has been the year of digital for me. I haven't bought I don't think I've bought anything physical so far. Like I've been just moving in that digital direction. But then again, we're at the tipping point where, what they say, as of July 1st, all P- all PS4 games published after July 1st have to be playable on PS5 day one, right? Something like that. So you think that needle would have been a little bit earlier than July 1, but I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, anything I buy, I know that I'm going to be able to boot up on a PlayStation 5. So there's no concern for me to have to have physical media laying around just in case I want to access it or anything like that. Uh, so I'm still probably going to get a physical edition PS5 and just spend whatever ugly amount of money it takes me to get a higher, like a, a higher capacity physical media drive or yeah. digital media drive. Uh, but um, from the presentation for PlayStation five. Uh, I'm looking forward to looking forward to Spider-Man and I'm looking forward to 
uh, Ratchet and Clank. And there was one more that we talked about that I really can't remember at this point. Uh, oh, yeah, GTA V, obviously, because... <laughs> no, know, duh, forgot, fucking, duh. fucking I mean, forever, that's, that's yeah. the game of the year for PlayStation 5. <laughs> exactly, dude, don't joke, man. Oh the funny God. thing is, it's going to be on MPD when we're all like having our 40th birthday. It's <laughs> like, GTA V, still making money. Oh, uh, oh my God, could you imagine if we're like... <laughs> Like in our forties or like close to fifties, and people are still playing GTA Five. Yeah, they're yeah, still fucking like playing online and stuff. Yeah, it's not We're going like, anywhere. Come on, Rockstar, give us GTA Six. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to play GTA. I say 6. as like I just said, we we're in our forties, and we sound like that. Oh yeah, uh, it's like been a, it's been a rough hey, ten years, dude. Rough this year is gonna years. make us old. <laughs> Twenty twenty, we all went up four years. Yep. Like, so far i mean that's not it's not even over it's not even over yeah we've aged eight years and <laughs> seven months well uh so by the time they decide to make gta 6 we probably will be like please rockstar you're showing our great grandchildren this really new really cool sequel they finally made a gta 6 do you hear that so GTA I had to 6. deal with GTA 5 for fucking 80 years. And then it's going to be single player and nobody's going to play it. So they're still <laughs> just going to stick with GTA 5. That would be hilariously sad. Yeah. It's going to rebrand GTA 5 as just GTA Online. It's slightly bumped exactly. the graphics. Exactly. You, do, you have any idea how many people I've heard have still not completed the single player story for GTA 5? Yeah, see, there you go. Like, one in three people. That was the statistic I, I was about to pull out of thin air, and Eric proved it before I could I, bullshit I played, it. I played just far enough into the campaign for it to let me do uh, online, and that's all I ever played. I've, I've heard that a lot. Like, people are see, like, like, I played when it was on the 360. Mm -hmm. That's where I first bought it, and online didn't work. <laughs> didn't work for most of the time the game came out it came online didn't launch until like i think the year later yeah and then when it launched it was trash <laughs> so i refused to play it so i just went back to regular gta because that was that was f more fun so yeah. like you know i have actually played the gta 5 story because when i played it that was the only choice <laughs> yeah i uh i beat it on playstation 3 and then when the game came out for ps4 i'm like all right, sure. What the hell? <laughs> I like uh, played it on PS4 and beat it. I played it on PS, uh, played it on PC and beat it. I think I beat it. I think I beat it on PS4 like two or three times because I'll play it, get through it, and decide. All right, I'm done with this. I'm gonna delete it off my hard drive because <laughs> I don't really play online. And uh, I'd get the random itch to go play online, go to start up the game, and I can't play online because. I, it's cleared out my save data, so I don't have anything there. I've got to start that story and go so far in before you can get online. But me, with the way that I am, I get so far in, I'm like, ah, I might as well finish the fucking game at this <laughs> point. <laughs> like, just here's 30 hours <laughs> knocking out the fucking story. Um, and, you know, I'll probably do the same thing for GTA 6 when it comes out. Uh, but now that I've got it on PC, I don't even worry about it. I deleted it off my PS4. I'm not, not concerned now. Um, the Xbox Series X, we haven't seen first-party games from that like we saw with Sony, right? Yeah. But we are getting that on the 23rd of July, and we know Halo is going to be there. It's the big one that, you know, they're kind of pushing. Yeah. Uh, but there flagship's is... Flagship's going to flagship. 
Yep. There are the leaks about Fable and a couple of other things like flying around. What do you guys, if anything, do you hope to see from Xbox? Because we all were pretty heavy on 360 at one point or another. And now we've kind of leaned Sony this generation. Yeah. Like what, what, what do you miss that you would like to see? Even though we're probably going to play on PC anyway, not on the actual Xbox, but <laughs> under Microsoft branding, what do you hope to see? See, the weird thing is, uh, <laughs> I was really big into the 360, but I honestly can't say I've played any of the exclusives for the 360. This painful silence is fucking bad. Like, <laughs> what are you guys excited good, for? Uh, uh, <laughs> what is what is, what are exclusive Microsoft games? <laughs> That's the thing, man. Other like, Halo? other what? than Halo and Forza, uh, Fusion Frenzy. Uh, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy. <laughs> Hectic. Uh, exactly. They own Rare. Like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. But that doesn't mean anything. I would love it a new banjo. Could. Ban- like, a new banjo would be cool, but they ain't giving it to us. They're going to give us that shitty looking uh, Battle Toads. Dude, can you imagine a first party Microsoft funded? golden or not golden eye but 007 game like just uh, invest a hundred percent into making that shit awesome so and here, here's the yeah problem. they probably wouldn't be able to do that because they'd have to get the Licensing. rights for 007 yeah. and i'm pretty sure after 007 golden eye activision did activision the next had it. do next few games so but did they, but their did their did their uh exclusivity on that license expire i mean probably but yeah. i don't really care to see another 007 game like double, yeah 007 is just kind of dead to me in general <laughs> I, I haven't watched any of the daniel craig ones i'm just pulling a license out of my ass here yeah <laughs> like, like i literally i think i've seen only two of the ones mm-hmm. of the newer ones and he's done what four now something like that. or will do four yeah or uh, no, five right because yeah it's gonna be a fifth one it's gonna be a fifth one yeah, yeah with, with rammy Malik, uh quantum or was it just Skyfall. No time to die. Is that the new one? I can't remember. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really honestly have no idea. I'm kind of just grasping at straws here. (laughs) Uh, Perfect Dark instead of of GoldenEye then. Perfect Dark would be neat, but the one on the 360 kind of was bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, that was when they first acquired Rare, right? So, yes. That was when, like, Microsoft was pushing people into rare studios and saying hey make make things and pump them out on licenses that we now own that might look good and all this time later we can see how things actually come around Um, a new good perfect dark would be cool like an actual good banjo would be pretty cool yeah um i'm really confused as why they haven't decided to just do that because it's not like they had to worry about Nintendo because they made nuts and bolts and I was on the 360. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the, so, uh, I think the, I think they're honestly waiting for a banjo until series X because probably. people, people were like pushing for it on Xbox one forever. But if they've shown off all these mature more mature level games for series x right like you've got hellblade halo and a a lot of things that aren't necessarily aimed at a younger audience now but if they can come in with banjo and like hey we have a mascot character for kids 
that's a good place for them to jump off at. Also, Battletoads, whenever the fuck that happens, like uh, as bad as it's going to be, that's something that they're going to have to to put out into the ether. That just uh, seems like the weirdest choice to make. Yeah, I played a lot of Battletoads as a kid, and I'm not a, I'm not ashamed of it. I, <laughs> I played a lot. Uh, so, like to find out they were making a new one, I was super pumped. <laughs> then I saw the art style. I'm like, cool. It's ha- it's hand drawn, but the character models, I hate them. I hate yeah, them so look, much. It looks so weird. Yeah, like I was because when yeah. they showed some of like the like, I guess, in game like things, I was like, this doesn't look good. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's because of the frame rate, frame rate, frame frame rates of the hand drawn style in this like showcase, just making it look really weird or that's actually how it's gonna look i don't accept that as as an excuse because of studio mdhr like if you look at cuphead not even close right i mean true yeah like that game is really good looking it is insane how good cuphead looks and there are plenty of hand-drawn games that just blow you out of the water for how well they they come off on screen and how they maintain frame rate mainly because you're not loading a bunch of polygons you're loading you know repeated images in a comic pattern realistically um but the just the character designs i could not stay i was more upset about that than i was about sonic version (laughs) one like uh so i hope they fix it i would be really psyched for another fable i think that i said at one point in our discord if they announced another fable then i would buy the series x and I'm kind of hoping they don't announce one in this showcase because then that kind of locks me into that. <laughs> but but Fable would be cool, but I've never really had much investment in that series. Like the only real experience I have with Fable is playing the co-op part of Fable Three, three with Josh. Fable Three is my least favorite of the three. Uh, Fable two is the best. And my God, that's just my personal opinion there. Fable one is okay. It's good. It's kind of where I started with it, but I think I've put somewhere in the ballpark of 300 hours into fable two. Like I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. Fable two is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it probably was my favorite one too. Like, cause you could technically play that one with people too, with the mercenary like mm-hmm. thing, but like it wasn't really their own character. No. Um, but three was fun just because me and Eric played it a lot um, together and he got to play his own hero basically just in my story. Yeah. Um, Which, which made it fun. I'm pretty sure if I hadn't had that experience, it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. Cause like they, they try to make it like, I don't know, more casual by three and like, I don't know, like it, it just didn't feel like, excuse me. Like, because the cool thing about Fable is, like, it has that, like, that childish, like, whimsical factor, but it's a mature game, and it, like, will, like, hit on some, like, um, like, mature stuff, but in three, like, there was some mature, like, story content, but, like, I don't know, it just felt, like, too childy. Yeah. Sometimes, and, like, too, like, casual, like, especially with, like, how you leveled up with, like, the chess system and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. 
I didn't like that at all. Like, I love the skill, will, and strength trees from two. I think that was really well done. And you're right with the whimsical thing. Like, honestly, Fable 2 is one of the closest things to, like, a Tim Burton-esque video game that you're going to (laughs) get. Like, if you really think about it, from how twisted and weird that world could be to how bright and colorful it could be, like, just at the turn of a corner on a map, it's just completely different deals. And I I thought the world was great. I would like to see that kind of project come back with the branching character arcs, especially with what we know RPGs can be now because they've changed so much in the last 10 years. Like, see what kind of world could be built with a Fable IP. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just want it to be a good one. Uh, And the funny thing is, that's it. Like, I can't really think of anything else as far as a Xbox or Microsoft property. That is, it's just yeah, Halo and Fable, like a good Halo. Yeah, blinks the cat and do that again. Yeah, do. Uh, bl- yeah, I know. Like, if you know, I may get some like hate or whatever because our last uh, PlayStation versus Xbox conversation got heated in the comments. <laughs> oh boy! But, <laughs> but like, honestly, I have been. I've played Halo since one, and like when I played four, I was like, "What the fuck." This is not feel good. I don't like it. I don't want to play this. This isn't fun. <laughs> yep. And I and I've like played, you know, one, two, three, reach, all on legendary, all reach. the way through. Reach will always be the best for me. And so like when I was playing four, I was just like like the story like at first was kind of interesting, but then I just kinda like Eh, and that like the multiplayer for four was kind of fun with the um uh spartan ops and just the multiplayer in general um but i remember playing the the five multiplayer beta and like going oh why is this like call of duty now (laughs) (laughs) um it it was just weird to me. And then, like, when I found out about the story for five, I was just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't think these are good. I don't think these games are that good anymore. Like, and that's just my personal opinion. But, I mean, but I'm, honestly, I'm just not the biggest fan of shooters in general. Like, that type of shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I mean... Yes, I like the older ones. I was a more like a a bigger fan of, but like I don't know, they started becoming like they started to give off the pill, like the feel of like a Call of Duty, and I hate Call of Duty, um, and everybody's wrong for liking it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the hill I'll die on, and I'll be. I agree. I'm not that big of a fan. (laughs) I'll be fine to die on that hill. I'm sure Warzone's cool, but I'm never going to try it. So, because I don't really like Battle Royales and I don't like Call of Duty. So, and you only have a four terabyte hard drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing's like a thousand gigs. So, yeah, it's ridiculously big. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I would like, I, I'm like rooting for Infinite to be good. Like, I want it to be good because I have the chance to play it because I got Game Pass on PC. Mm-hmm. So, it would be nice to try to play it, but, you know, it hasn't been good since 4. So. Yeah. It, <laughs> so, that, that's it hasn't been good since 3. From your multiplayer. Yeah, I mean, true. That hasn't been yeah. good since 3. The multiplayer for 4 was pretty cool, but that was it. 
Yeah, I was in a uh, I was in a Zoom meeting the other day for my work and uh, Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting. They're bringing Zoom back. Hell yeah! <laughs> no, that's dead. Microsoft cut their losses on it. Something at least. I'll die on that hill. The yeah. Zoom was cool. Man. Zoom was baller. You'll be one of the only people to die. No, on that hill. he'll uh, he'll die on that hill. Maddie will die on that hill. There's plenty. People that die on that hill. Yeah, the Zoom great. was actually really good. It was. It was a lot better than any iPod. It was. Yeah, it was fantastic. so much better than the iPod. It had a better like interface with your computer and like its low layout for like the music and like videos and stuff. Yep. It's just. But it like, didn't have a good interface with the computer if you owned an Apple computer. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it was an Apple computer. It was Microsoft. Honestly, to be fair, Imagine it had a Microsoft didn't product have, interfaces with the Microsoft product. To be fair, it didn't have the best interface for Microsoft products and Windows OS either. Microsoft doesn't have a good interface, period. <laughs> that's another conversation. That's just. Not once have they ever. It's our, it's our third interface. podcast, PC Hater. I'm going to uh, see if I can find my Zoom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was in a Zoom with an M uh, meeting for work the other day. And uh, one of the guys had hang them high as his uh, background from Halo 2. And I'm like, that is baller. And <laughs> I messaged him. I'm like, I really appreciate that background. That's really cool. He's like, I didn't think anybody was going to get that. Like, I spent so much time on that map and Ascension. I knew it. Like, I, I know that like the back of my hand. Um, for me, the best memories I have of halo just in general through the whole, whole franchise is um blood gulch and combat evolved on the pc blood gulch just fantastic just drifting warthogs try trying my best to hit people we like i miss those land parties man because like when you grew up in the two like when you were a teenager in the 2000s that's what you did you you took your xbox and a tv and you went to somebody's house or and you played church or whatever <laughs> And you played Halo 2 together. Yep. And then a couple of years later, you brought your PC and you all played WoW in the same room. Like, this is what you did when you I were growing up. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> we, you built, you spent like twelve, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400 building a fucking computer and then you take it over to a friend's house, link them up in a basement. You all just play WoW together and you all complain about how slow servers are because you're mooching off one internet connection like 12 <laughs> people in the yep. mid-2000s. I, I played WoW for a total of maybe three months before I went. This game's dumb. I tossed it around. I, I tossed it around off and on for I guess like two or three years, uh, but never like consistently. Like I'd start a new character, be like, all right, I'm, I'll get this one up. I'd hit twenty or thirty, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, nope. I never actually, <laughs> never actually hit a max character level. Nope never any interest in it really because after a certain amount of time i'm like this is a lot of rinse and repeat and i'm done with it and i had a friend who swore up and down the game starts at 60 this is before they kept increasing the level cap he's like game doesn't start till you reach 60 he's like that's when you can actually start doing stuff i'm like what do you do he's like this this and this i'm like oh the same shit you do from level one to ten like it's <laughs> the same game yeah. only you're doing raids and stuff but yeah i think i played wow for like a month and i was like nah i'm good i've got friends that still play it like i don't see how 14 years later yeah jesus i, um, I just don't see it. god yeah I mean, to each their own, man. Like, I mean, to each their own. I'm a Guild Wars man myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked Guild Wars. I liked Aeon for the six months that it existed. That was really cool. 
<laughs> and it just went belly up this beer. I'm like, this game's about it's angels and demons. Stuff. It's a baller. And then it's just City of Heroes was kind of neat too for a little bit. City of Heroes was cool for like the six to eight months that it existed. That was really dope. <laughs> uh, and then, was it? Is DC Universe still a thing? Yeah, yeah. it's still a thing. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on console now. Uh, yeah, I know it's on console. I couldn't remember the servers are still the going current on. console. Yeah, the current consoles. That's insane. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, since we've got a little bit of time before we find out what's coming to Xbox or what's coming to PlayStation 5, any additional titles anyway, and before we get any prices on the hardware or any more software, 2K excluded, uh, what have we been playing, guys? Josh, me and you have the same answer, and we're not going to talk about it, but we both... We, <laughs> uh, I ha- I've played, you know, Last of Us 1. I beat it. And then the urge of... Uh, it you. only took me eight podcasts <laughs> to get you to play. <laughs> I got up on a soapbox about The Last of Us, God of War, and Oxen Free. And maybe by this time next year, yeah, I'll, I'll have, have you played, played Oxen Free. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I played... Um, yeah, I played the first one because um, JT was, and I was like, I've always wanted to play that game. Like, I have played it, but I stopped playing. Um, and I, I was like, I should go back and beat it. Like, at this point, I pretty much know, like, most of the – like, I know what happens at the end of one. Yeah, it's yeah. – um, But I didn't really know all of the in-between. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to do it. JT did, and I'm going to play through The Last of Us 1. We have it for free because of PS Plus, and we can play it, the remastered. Um, oh, my God, the hiccups. The remastered version. So, you know, I played it, and I was like, I think it was, it was like um, when I was going through Pittsburgh, I was like, it started to get hazy. So I was like, I mean, I felt like I made it kind of far the first time I played this. Um but yeah, I like just. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like after Pittsburgh, it's Wyoming, right? Yeah. And then Wyoming to Colorado, then Utah. To Colorado, yeah. So it was like halfway through the game. Yeah. That I made it the first time. I keep forgetting how long, like, uh, Boston and just outside of Boston actually are. They are, yeah. Because uh, that's what, like 16 hours overall for the first game? Something yeah, like the that. first game you can beat under <clears throat> like 20 hours. I think I my final time was like 15, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, like it did that, like it didn't, it, it felt short, but didn't feel short, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But yeah, like I had the urge real bad. Like once I beat it, I was like, I really want to play two now. <laughs> like right. I was trying to find a game to play after I beat one. And I was like, well, I could try maybe playing some of these other games I need to finish up. Or I could buy the last of us two and beat it. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's what I did. And now I'm playing the last of us two. <laughs> right. Are you, how many hours are you into the game? Do you know? Uh, I'm in Seattle day, Seattle day two with Abby. Okay spoiler alert all right <laughs> um well, cool that's not a spoiler uh, everyone should know that you play as abby that's no like, that's like so it's they show that in the trailers well at a certain point but like that flip right there a lot of people expected all right this is where like you're you're, com- you're culminating up to a different part of the game right 
And uh, again, we're not going to get too far into this. Probably going to cut all the shit out anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was a huge, huge flip for a lot of people they weren't expecting. And uh, because you knew that you, you play as her to, to a degree, but the amount that you actually do is pretty staggering. Uh, we'll get to that next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, I know we're going to have a full conversation about The Last of Us 2. Uh, and it's because it's a game that means a lot to me. It's a game, like, it's a franchise rather that means a lot to me. It's a franchise that means a lot to a lot of people that, uh, a, a lot of people that we know, uh, some of the people that are in our, in our community and our discord and stuff like that. Uh, we may have somebody joining us for that conversation because I think he really wants to, and it'd be cool to have him part of it. Um, but we were, we were talking before about, we've waited years for this, right? Like we played these games, we championed them to everybody, like go scream it from the mountaintop. Just how, how that game makes you feel in so many ways for the last of us one. Right. And we held on to that for years at the idea of where the hell could that story go? Like when the last of us two was announced initially and you didn't see Joel or Ellie in those trailers. The first trailer you see is Abby and, uh, a couple of other characters that come along, but you didn't know who Abby was. You didn't know her name or anything else. We were fine. Like m- me speaking for myself and a lot of the community, we we're perfectly fine. Like, all right, we're following other people in this world. That's a good thing because we didn't want to see any more Joel and Ellie. And then we find out there is more Joel and Ellie. We're like, where are you going with this? Like, how, how is this going to wrap around? And uh, it's, I, I, I'm I'm really excited to hear how it is for you going immediately into that versus how it is for people that waited so long for that and saw that ga- that bridge gapped because mm-hmm. you you knew about two you saw the things come out up about two I don't know if you had the game spoiled for you I was able to dodge it I don't know if you saw those things when they came around I only um, I guess know of like the major deal the spoiler <laughs> yeah like a if it's that's what i was thinking like uh because most people know about i was able to dodge that one too i called oh, it really yeah i it's called impressive. it but it was i'm not kidding i went when i said I went on blackout if i saw anything with the word joel ellie or the last of us i just ignored it like uh, <laughs> you the and you're like nope can't risk yep, it <laughs> yeah i just i just put it away um uh, and it, i was fine doing that for a long like for the longest time and uh, I, I, I could guess that a certain thing was going to happen, but I didn't guess how, when, or how. Yeah. Uh, so, but the the whole the whole thing is is pretty interesting to see, like the attachment and what what I was expecting and what I was kind of tapering to, and then for you, when you actually finished The Last of Us one after two came out and then diving directly into two, what the pacing is like. So I, I figure we'll have this conversation after you've actually completed it. That makes the most sense. I mean, most likely by the time we have another harder play, I would have beaten the game. Yeah. Oh, Cause it's, yeah. Cause it's two weeks out now. Right. Yeah. So you've got time. Hell, I might, I might play through it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what we talked about. We'll be playing, uh, we'll be playing ghosts by the time we record another one of these. Cause that's only 11 days away at this point. Yep. Can't that's uh, next week. Yep. Uh, so, Actually, I think I'm going to get too sucked up into Paper Mario. No, fuck. I forgot. I forgot about Paper Mario. Yeah, they come out on the same day. (laughs) Yeah. 
Jeez. This is the first time I've actually been interested in a Paper Mario series, like any of their newer ones. So, like, since the Thousand Year Door, so like, I have to buy it because because of that reason. Yeah. None of the other ones ever made me go. I want to buy that game. I have played a few of them and didn't like them, but this is the only one that I've seen like gameplay and like I've heard things about the game, and I went, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it may be time to play Paper Mario again. Thousand year I know door it's was not going to be the Thousand Year Door or Paper Mario, but I just want the feeling that I had, a similar feeling of playing those two. And that's why when I saw like the trailer and like I think like a Treehouse talk about the game and like some other little small like gameplay footages of like Battle System and stuff like that, when I saw all that stuff, I went, I had a similar feeling of One and um, Thousand Year Door. like stir up in me that I had never had for any of the other ones like Super Paper Mario and Sticker Sucker and Color Splash and <laughs> it was like Sticker Champion or some dumb shit. I'm surprised um, they never made a yarn Mario. Yeah, they did that with Yoshi. That's for Yoshi. <laughs> and Kirby. I I am really interested in this uh this battle system for yeah, yeah cuz the the ring deal is it looks really interesting to me and I can't wait to see how that whole thing put I guarantee it's a it's a really superficial third like or extra level to the battle system that you already had in Paper Mario for like Thousand Year Door and stuff like that, but the whole idea of turning those rings and lining people up for bonus combos and everything, I'm interested to see how how well it works. I'd like to see more video on it because I haven't seen that much to be honest. But yeah, like some like some bosses you have to fight have a like unique wheels that you have to spin and like certain like spots on the wheels may like do something to the boss this is kind of neat or and like you have to like actually get the circles in a certain way to make your way up to the boss which is kind of neat so there's like a strategy to it that's actually really cool yeah and especially coming off the back of something as surprisingly successful as mario versus rapids even though <laughs> that, that was made was really by yeah <laughs> even like right it was made by ubisoft but like it was remarkably deep for a battle system in a Mario game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that being said, you know, I have no issues with the battle system that was in uh, Mario RPG or Paper Mario or Thousand Year Door because that gave you wonderful things like the stick of truth. You know what I mean? But <laughs> like, it, it'll be interesting to see how, how well that changes and adapts. And I'm really looking forward to playing to get my hands on it. Uh, now it's just a matter of how many copies I have to buy for this household. <laughs> have so many at least two. Exactly, at least two. And <laughs> one of them has to be physical so we can bounce it around from different, <laughs> different consoles. Uh, Eric, what about you? Are you? What have you been playing lately? Uh, well, before um, The Last of Us bug hit the other two, we were playing a little bit of Dying Light uh, together. Yeah. Um, and then once they moved on to uh, better games... Um, I kind of I kind of hit a drought for a second, um, but then I moved on to uh, deciding I'm gonna try to finish up some of the games I just kind of left mm -hmm. and never got back to. So I actually ended up finishing Astral Chain, um, which actually really good ending on that. I was I was really satisfied at the ending of that game, um, and then um, I actually did play Neo Two a little bit. Uh, mostly just because I, I, I woke up one day and went, 
you're right. That would be pretty good gear to just have around. I'm going to go grab that real fast. <laughs> I, know, um, I, uh, I know I saw you play an Astral Chain on uh, Switch the other day. I got the, the pop-up notification that you were playing that. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you about it because I haven't actually played it. But uh, I've only heard good things. Like I've only heard people be impressed by it. It's a pretty fun yeah. game, the, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah, the the like story and like aesthetic and and all that is all really really good. Uh, voice acting, not so much, but um, but the the one thing I would always warn somebody about for that game, um, if they ever asked my recommendation for it. I would say would be the controls aren't like any other game and it's going to take you a while to get used to them and it's going to fuck you up on every other game after that. (laughs) (laughs) And if you take a break from it and then come back to it, you're going to have to relearn every single control all over again. It's not like that, that, uh, was it Jackie Chan game where it's like you and that chick were always hand in hand and you were like, one stick control I, him. I and... don't know. It's it's sort of like that. Kind of like each side of the controller controls, uh, like the right side of the controller essentially controls um, the player character's actions, mm-hmm. and the left side of the controller controls your um, legion's actions, more or less. The legion's mostly autonomous, but you can still give it some simple commands. Direct commands, yeah. But for the most part, the the face buttons and the two shoulder buttons on the right control your stuff. Heard. Uh, so what are you looking forward to playing if you're coming off of Astral Chain and coming out of your uh, drought? Ghost. Ghost. Uh, Ghost. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I haven't started anything new after Astral Chain um, just because I'm, I'm ready for Ghost. <laughs> that's, that's the game I want to play right now. He's biding his time. Yeah, How are you guys playing time. it? What what'd you say? How are you going to play it? English, Japanese, Kurosawa, or full color? <laughs> uh, I'll probably start with English, just, just to see how it sounds. But probably after a while, I'll just turn subtitles on and put the Japanese voices on. I actually, at first, was going to do Japanese, but I heard the English like actor, like voice actors and stuff like that. And they're actually using like all Asian people because most of the people are also based on the actors that are playing them. Um, And I was like, well, that's actually really cool. So I might just actually go with English instead. Cause I was going to do Japanese cause well, it's in Japanese or the game takes place in Japan. And that's what I did with Neo. Neo two came out with an English option. I was like, (laughs) I'm good (laughs) (laughs) for that English option. Yeah, and it's it's bad. It's all like they are British as fuck. (laughs) I've got I've got a lot of good things to say about Neo two, but the English voice acting is not one of them. (laughs) It's bad. Um, But at first, I was gonna go just Japanese on Ghost, um, but then I heard more of the uh, uh, English voice cast and stuff. Um, through other trailers and whatnot and i was like oh actually they sound really that sounds really good like i think i might go with that instead like so i don't know if i'll do the like black and white yeah i don't know if i'll do that either um the the game is super pretty like in full color the way it's rendered it is super pretty and uh i don't don't want to take that away (laughs) right that's been my biggest fear like, if I did want to play that game a second time, it probably would be in Japanese and black and white just oh, yeah. to have that aesthetic to it. Yeah. But the yeah. first time, I think it's definitely going to be its native color and in English because, like mm-hmm. I said, the actors that they're getting to play some of these roles 
I like them, so I kind of want to hear their voice come out of their face. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking, honestly. Like, uh, Sucker Punch is not shy about having a post game. Um, once you beat Infamous, you get to play for a certain amount of time after, like, you're, you get to play indefinitely after and go for all your collectibles and stuff. Uh, but this is really one of the first times that you have in a sucker punch game, you have those extra side quests that this game is promising because you have the main quest, but then you have those other side things that you can go do. And, uh, what I'm thinking is play through a majority of the game in probably English and color. And then once I'm done any cleanup or side quests or my platinum goal will just be in full Kurosawa black and white with (laughs) Japanese so I can have these like one-on-one standoffs (laughs) just in a picturesque mode. Uh, But I'm, it's funny because I've been really looking forward to this game for a long time and we were all like, all right, we need to know more about it because they haven't told us a lot. And then that last gameplay thing dropped, like the full oh. dive. And I'm like, well, there we go. We're done. Like, <laughs> that's a, the I'm first swing in. of the sword, I was yeah. sold. I'm like, I'm in it's on our- this. It's, I'm probably not going to be good at it. I'm not going <laughs> to be great. I'm going to die a lot, but I don't care. Like, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, I, the other day, for some reason, I had a weird lull period. Like, I don't know if I'll pick it up. And then this morning, I'm like, Ghost is only 11 days <laughs> away. I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> So yeah, I'm really looking forward to Ghost because oh yeah, I was already like looking forward to it like when they first revealed it, uh, and they just showed that like short little like pre-rendered in-game cutscene th- or gameplay. Yeah, um, I was like, well, this could be pretty cool, and you know, Infamous is all right, so this could be pretty neat. And I was just kind of like, I was like into it, but not like hyped. I'm like, can't wait. And then they showed off like actual real gameplay and like hey this is how this game's gonna play just a little ways out and i was like okay yep now it's now it's full now it's full hype i was was like can't wait for this game to come out now i'm like it's time for me to play ghost (laughs) just like how uh, i was phrasing it to like uh to you um i was thinking about playing the last of us because i want something to take up my time between (laughs) ghost and whenever I decided to actually play Last of Us, and you're like, yeah, you probably could beat The Last of Us by the time Ghost comes out. And I was like, good. <laughs> I need something to play so I can take my mind to off it. of it. And then luckily, The Last of Us got me so good, I had to go and buy The Last of Us 2 because I was like, I don't think I cannot play that game now. So yeah. now I'm playing The Last of Us 2 to lead me up to Ghost. Yeah. Because my original plan was Last of Us, Ghost, and Last of Us 2. But... <laughs> It did not, not work like <laughs> I'm not getting into The Last of Us 2 right now. Like I'm going to avoid this as much because I'm really looking forward to this deep dive that we do on the next episode. Spoiler alert, that's what we're doing the next episode. But like just the the end of The Last of Us 1 is so fucking perfect when she's just like, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies was true. And he's like, I swear. Okay. And then it's just credits. I'm like, that is so well done where we don't have to revisit this world. We don't have to come back to this. They can just, they can go on to Jackson and be happy or whatever the closest mem- like image of that could be. And the fact that you come back to it and things aren't good, things aren't working out the way that you would really hope they would is just so good. 
and we could talk about so much more of that. But good well, God, the last we're, is, not going the, to. we're not going to. The last of the one is just good. Probably, uh, that's the point that that's the point that I'm dropping right now because I said it. I, was, I sent the message before this before this call that we're not talking about the last of us two, <laughs> and I'm blowing that out of the water. But we, we are just want to end on the last of us one is a good game. We're seven years late to say that, but we're gonna say it. <laughs> uh, I'm glad Josh finally played it. Yeah, um, finished it because I yeah like I said I remember playing up until like Pittsburgh area and yeah. I just. Finally you finished know, played it, it, right? Played it when it like first came out and then never played it again yeah. for some reason. Man, it's I played the demo. The demo? Yeah, I played the demo for one. Josh, did you play Left Behind? I did not know. You did not? Okay. No. Nah. It's not really much of a honestly, it's not much of a game. It's just kind of like an additional narrative. Um that you it's a it's an additional interactive narrative. The, yeah, no JT said he did it, but I didn't. Yeah, it's it's just backstory for uh for Ellie and mm. it provides some character depth for, her, which is honestly really cool. Uh and then I know there's a comic book called American Dreams that goes with the whole thing. Uh that I never read, but it kind of gives more backstory to Ellie and bridges some gaps in between um The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two. But Anyway, we'll get into all that next week. And we'll also, we will not be talking about the Xbox reveal on the next show because it will have happened after we record. Um, but we'll figure out something else to bullshit about in addition to The Last of Us, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty sure The Last of Us conversation might take up the whole time. It may be 90, 90 minutes to two hours. We could we could fill that up quickly. <laughs> I was that, say, we like to talk. Yeah. We like to hear ourselves talk. And we probably already hit like... I don't know, an hour and some change already. Just we're we're at an hour and ten minutes around. right now. I'll, I'll stick around for our normal hour hour ten, something like that. And then yep. you guys want to keep going for that. I'll just I'll just see myself out because <laughs> I haven't actually out. played the game and don't have a lot to say. We um we we gotta figure that out too. If we're uh if we're gonna bring more people in, we gotta structure it somehow that we don't just go <laughs> completely over on three time hour podcast. All. Exactly. A three hour podcast. <laughs> Welcome podcast. to the three hour uh, last, last of us two, two. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler cast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's it's that time. We we done did it. We hit that point. We're gonna have spoiler casts about video games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which I'm perfectly fine with for that franchise, if any. So Yeah, I'm fine with stuff like that if it's uh certain games that are actually worthwhile talking about like that yeah and uh this this might be one of those games where it's just it's worth the conversation for the for the attention that it gets outside of us and the things we've seen online and well yeah some, some of the the terrible hate surrounding this game that's <laughs> really misplaced and i get some people are attached or whatever but you know grow the fuck up so anyway <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. We're not nuts, talking about. But we're not talking about. It. We're not talking about. We'll probably it. Wrap we, we will and... talk about it. This is just this. Yeah, you know, this is the the cliffhanger to get you guys hooked and ready to come back for next week. <laughs> we'll be talking about Last of Us come two on, next time. Last, come on, Last of Us two. Yep. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna talk a lot about the Last of Us two and those things that happened that you couldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> click here for more details. <laughs> yep, we're gonna click make the shit out of that video. <laughs> All right. Guys, it's been a lot of fun to get together and talk to you talk to you guys about video games. I've missed it a lot. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> yes, it has. So, with that being said, please, please check out our gameplay videos when they go up on Mondays and tune in every Friday for our podcast when we put them up. Again, you get the audio version on any audio podcast service that you like or check out the video when it goes up on YouTube. 
check us out on Twitch whenever we end up doing something on there again because we got to figure that out. Yeah, we really need to. It's been since January. Yes, it has been, been a while. Since, yeah, we so kind of requires us to get together. Yeah, streaming is obviously hard at this point. Yeah, but we might be able to figure something out where we could do it, like a Jackbox or something from home. We can yeah. see, like, no promises there. This is just spitballing. We'll see what we can do and work some magic. Uh, yeah, we've talked about it. We want to try. Like, we want to try. Yeah. You know, doing something and. You know, Jackbox is one of our like go tos to do streaming for. So that'd right. be the easiest thing to do, honestly. But yeah, it, it'd be fun to just have everybody together for a little bit. Hopefully, have everybody on video, but we'll see what that looks like and how we could pull it off. Because honestly, you know, we it took us long enough to just get this going. So we'll <laughs> see what we can figure out. Uh, I'll leave you guys with the fact that we've enjoyed it. We're happy to be back. We're happy to have you guys back. Thank you for supporting us and sticking around and waiting four months for us to get back together. <laughs> Again, my name was Justin. It was Eric and Josh, whatever side of me they happen to be on. Thank you for joining Hard at Play. Have a good week. Bye.